welcome to the Dare to Move podcast. I'm your host, Garrett Wood. And as a mindset coach, pilot in training, and visionary for hire, I hope this podcast gives you insights that not only impact your business and your personal life, but thus the world for the better. Welcome back to the Dare to Move podcast. I am ecstatic to be here as always. This is my creative outlet and my free service to the world. Um, For those of you who don't know me, maybe you're new to this podcast, new to me and my story. I launched my business, Crossroads of Fitness, in 2014. I was very much living the portfolio lifestyle, which has largely been documented in earlier episodes on this podcast, and wanted to use my storytelling and my writing skills back then to build an audience and help people for free, and hopefully help people enough for free that they wanted to work with me. So back then, I began writing what you could call blogs. Um, I called them articles because I studied journalism at Miami of Ohio. And I would just write about anywhere from one to three blogs a week, (laughs) articles. Uh, And they were all about fat loss, nutrition, strength training, mindset, motivation, all those types of things. And I also wrote two newsletters a week. And somewhere along the lines of end of 2015, I began writing my novel based on true events called Dare to Move, which you can find on Amazon. And I got a little bit gassed out with writing and everyone was talking about podcasts um, come you know, 2017, which I had still been blogging, writing. <laughs> it's so funny because I always call it my blog now, but back then I called it articles. So I'm sort of caught in the in-between, but I actually pulled up my website, my Crossroads of Fitness website. Now I sort of use Garrett Nicole Wood um, as the primary website, but crossroadsoffitness.com is still live and you could you can access all, call it, you know, 300 of these articles um, that cover gut health and uh, my journey of uh, becoming well after being unwell from bodybuilding. I digress. My point is when I felt disconnected and gassed out from writing, I took a little pause, uh, got the book out in 2018, wrote you know the few blogs that I needed to to market the book, and from April 8th of 2018 until December of 2018, I was in what we're actually going to get into today, which is a contraction, and uh, you could also call it a void, <laughs> could also call it destruction, and I'm going to explain what all of those things mean today. Uh, until I launched this podcast in end of 2018, right before 2019. And to me, as the storyteller, as someone with a very open throat chakra in my older years, felt very comfortable doing it. felt really real. The conversations felt palpable. It felt much more gripping than and raw than, than article writing, where you can really think about how you're coming off and, and be in your ego a little bit more. And that's not to say that you can't that you're not in your ego in your speech. However, people can feel you, I believe, uh, through speaking. And and that's, again, potentially my own, I should say it is my own bias because I feel like uh, I'm stronger in my speech than I am in my writing uh, at times. 
and I feel I better share myself with the world this way. So I've been very grateful to host this podcast now for what will be four years, whoa, by the end of 2022. So we're at the three and a half year mark. Wow. And it's gone through evolutions. Uh, Last week or two weeks ago on the episode with the medical intuitive Mike McPherson and uh, Alyssa Blue, the dietitian, I talked about the evolution of this podcast. I highly recommend going to listen to that episode if you haven't. If you listen to any of my episodes this year, I hope that one's it. Just from the standpoint of learning about energy and intention and the divine power that we all possess uh, in this lifetime in ourselves and our souls. And I actually got to do a session with Mike yesterday and it was absolutely incredible i'll probably do a whole download on that at a later time you can find all of his contact info in the show notes of that episode but nevertheless uh, if you follow me on social media if you followed me on this podcast i have been talking a lot about um my social media break which is comical because i came on probably like the 21st 22nd and i posted a little tiktok video of like oh i went to colorado for two weeks that's where i've been partially because people were reaching out like hey is everything okay because they didn't they must have missed that i shared i was leaving social media and i was like no i'm actually fine i'm just taking a break for a challenge with jeff last night jeff said to me he's like i know you couldn't make it and it's funny because part of me wanted to prove to him that i could and then in the middle of the month, I'm like, I don't need to prove anything to anyone. And that was the catalyst to get me to try this. And I'm going to talk today a little bit more about how powerful it was for me energetically to take space away from it. And in short, I guess I'll just start with that now. It made me feel like I was calling back all of my energy because when we share our energy with the world, We don't get to know how it's received and we don't get to know or we don't really have control over how it's projected back at us. Um, Think about the social, the celebrity that posts a picture on vacation with their kids and you read the comments and it's like, your legs are so skinny and you're... You, your boobs are too big and you look fake and you shouldn't have your kids in the sun. And it's just, whoa, it's like the world is vomiting all over them. And I totally understand why celebrities are really careful about what they share because it's sort of opening a conversation that they might not really want to have and just portals that they don't really want (laughs) to be uh, available for. So for me, I realized, and I joked with Sarah Gaines about this, that I was having a lot of uh, conversations with Instagram moms, like people that I don't know that well, but that have been really uh, showing up in my DMs around baby stuff, which to be honest, and that's you listening and you've definitely DM'd me about mom stuff. This is nothing bad about that. I am so grateful. So many of you have shared things about naps, about breastfeeding, about breast milk storage, about bottles, about feeding. I mean, all of it. And it is amazing. And I'm so grateful for it. And I was available for so many of those conversations that it felt like having a thousand tabs open in my brain. And I just needed, after 11 months of being a mom and being available for those conversations, like I needed to call in my own energy and just close those doors for a moment. And so for me, 
I felt like I had this bigger capacity of my own energy and thank goodness because we are about to enter the month of April, which astrologically, um, from what I've learned, it's the most potent like month of a six month cycle of a nine year cycle of our lifetimes. So whatever's showing up for you in this month of April, or maybe you're listening to this in the future and you are thinking back at this time, whatever was showing up for you or is showing up for you is really indicative of your destiny, your life destiny. At least that's what I have learned. And what I've learned from my astrologers and what I'm experiencing in my own journey is that this month, I'm recording this on March 31st. You will be listening on, I believe, April 3rd. It is about to speed up. And part of understanding how to ride a really big wave or uh, flow in a really fast river is to give up control and to be available to ride the wave, to be in trust of the river and where it's going. And that is the ultimate act of surrender. And so I wouldn't be surprised if some of you guys have been feeling contraction. So there's three like kind of call them, I don't know, they're not spiritual terms, but they're like mental models or uh, concepts people have discussed over the thousands of years of, you know, exploring the human experience that might be helpful for you. And I don't want you to get caught up in the terms or this is the way. It's just some things I'll offer that might help you that might resonate. Some of these words may resonate, some of them may not, and that is okay. So we'll start with the title of this podcast, which is Contraction versus or contraction and expansion and the reason i'm highlighting that is because i've had two clients literally ask me do you have any episodes on this so i figured i will do some so in the shortest version of explaining it contraction and expansion if we think about birth right we actually our body our uterus actually contracts and comes in on itself and squeezes to push the baby out and it's painful and it brings you to your knees and it is full of almost like feels like you're being pulled into darkness literally um not evil but just like in the depths of a cave like how am i ever going to get out of this and on the other side is the light at the end of the tunnel is the baby coming out of the birth canal is literal beautiful perfect joyous light baby life life like expansion so we have to contract in our uterus to get our body to open up and expand for life to come through and very similarly we do that in the creative process in the process of of life in the process of manifestation and materialization so a contraction could be feeling really sad or scared before you jump off the cliff Um, it could be going through a breakup before you launch into a new business you're starting or a new loving relationship contraction is the i don't know the dark before the dawn if you will and uh for some people like if you study lacey phillips uh, kind of mental modeling around manifestation she calls you know rock she talks about rock bottoms and magic darks and I would kind of, if you're familiar with that, say that a contraction could be either. Honestly, it could be a test. It could be a visceral, like for me, when I'm contracting before I expand, I'm distracting myself. Um, I'm maybe going back into old patterns of wanting to overeat or drink on a weeknight or mind numb with TV or um, pick little fights with Jeff. Like that's it's like an uglier side of myself, but I, I find myself reverting back to 
my unhealthy behaviors or as um, Penny Pierce would say in the book Frequency, unhealthy feeling habits um, because it's like I can feel that I'm about to completely shift and change and expand into something new and it's like the little kid that's like, no, I don't want to go. I'm too scared. (laughs) No, don't make me go. But then they expand into going to school or preschool or college and they grow up and it's a big expansion, right? So we contract before we expand and it's this ebb and flow of life, right? So you might have a contraction with money um, and feel really confined. And like um, one of my friends told me this story about driving to some entrepreneurial event uh, for a startup she was working on that ended up not being the one for her, not the one that made her the millions of dollars. But she went to it and she, her sister couldn't make it, who's now her co-founder. And she was driving home from the event on e literally looking for quarters to try to make like enough money to get in her car to get like one gallon of gas to get home like massive contraction before a big expansion and so i do think it's important to discern the fact that we is sometimes contractions are completely unconscious like we don't even know we're going through it and part of me even making this episode is to help you bring consciousness and awareness and the ability to be the observer of what's happening in your life so that you don't ride the wave of contraction from from this or like identify with the contraction if that makes sense so instead of being like oh i'm searching for pennies that must mean i am poor and i am failing and all these negative things it's just like oof this is a test like this is really challenging me and I'm feeling viscerally in this this like I don't know it's like you're being choked like it's like this awful contractive uh squeezing uh, painful experience before you open up and go into your soul's next mission calling a step along the way of becoming your best version of yourself. And so sometimes it's unconscious, right? Sometimes we don't even know we're doing it. And the more you're aware of the patterns and the things you are doing and how you feel in your body when you're doing them, the easier it will be. So for instance, like I know times when I'm standing in the kitchen, not sitting down, standing, eating something that's like unhealthy, like Oreos or of course they're gluten-free, but (laughs) things that I like don't really need and I'm just like staring into space that's when I know I'm in a contraction. I'm like, what am I doing? Why am I doing this? I need to pull myself out of this. And what is a better way to be with this contraction and to feel like, do I need to journal the pain? Do I need to cry it out? Do I need to go listen to like loud, screamy music? Do I need to go work out? How can I move this energy? And it doesn't mean that we bypass it. It just means that we feel that contraction. So if you're about to up level your prices in your business if you're about to start a new job if you're about to for me go fundraise like i've been feeling massively in a contractive phase so this is just two ways to look at it contraction expansion so then expansion on the other side of it is taking up new space expand literally expanding your energy fields so like for me I actually felt my heart expand. Not like the moment Declan was born, like they say it. Like, sure, I felt something in my heart when I held him for the first time, but it was more of a gradual expansion into not just loving him, but really identifying as mother and being mother and understanding what it is to be mother and in that archetype. And I remember when I was in Florida when he was nine, almost 10 months old, turned 10 months old when we were there laying next to him one night in this hotel bed co-sleeping with him it was like two queen beds jeff was in one and declan and i ended up in one because he didn't like his crib 
I literally felt my heart like open up and I felt like an ocean inside of it, like this vast energy come through. So you will feel your energy literally in your body. But again, the key to all this, you have to be in your body to feel the, like, feel the waves of it all, the contraction, the expansion. And it's worth noting that if you feel like you're on, again, the verge of something and you're about to jump or you don't even know you're about to jump yet, but like you feel this massive contracting painful energy, sometimes that means that the expansion is going to come to you. It doesn't necessarily mean like we're trying to manhandle masculinely do. We can't do this stuff. We can't do contraction and do expansion. It We have to be it. And you'll if you've given birth before, you understand that like, Yes, I had to be induced, which means the doctors tried to force me into this, and it was the worst experience ever. Um, you can listen to my birth story on this podcast, um, and that was what it was for all that it had to be in, you know, soul contracts and whatever. But my point is, if you went into, if you've been pregnant, or you are pregnant, or you uh, have had a baby, you understand that like it's not like we can just be like, okay, time to go into labor. Like you really can't. Even me, who the doctors told me it was time, it still took me three days to get the <laughs> to get really there to the point of getting the baby out because it's something to be with and to feel, and it doesn't. It's not on our timeline. So I'm gonna probably come back to contraction and expansion. But the next thing I want to go into is sort of this idea of the creative or creation cycle, which is destruction, void, and creation. Because I've talked about the void a lot on this podcast. Um, We talk about creative consciousness all the time. And I want to draw a parallel between destruction and void and contraction because it's something I've been moving through and I didn't realize (laughs) that I was. Uh, So we're gonna go through that. Um, And then we're also going to talk a little bit more about where we are placing our energy throughout those cycles. So let's start with the void. The void being, the void being a place of nothingness. The rich, fertile soil from which everything is born. Right? Um, it is pure nothing. I mean, literally think about a bed of soil. It's so alive, all these microbes and nourishment, and there's nothing in it. And it has to be this big void in order to put a seed. We can't put a seed into nothing, right? We think about the womb, this empty, dark womb until something's in it. And it has to be a rich, empty space for an egg to, you know, be successful in, right? So the void is where we, is why, if you are need any motivation to be still and to work on doing nothing and to work on, yeah, just stillness and simply being and less doing and less in the masculine, this is your motivation, right? Because if you are not still, we can't have that moment of the void. But the void comes in a cycle. So because there's a cycle for everything, right? Think about your garden. There's a time when you're tilling the soil and you're putting fertilizer in it or whatever, and then you're planting the seeds and then the seeds grow. And then what happens? So what happens after a cycle of a plant growing successfully is destruction. You're literally pulling them out of the garden, so to speak, to eat the 
cucumber or to gift the flowers. Uh, and then there's, yeah, destruction. You're kind of taking the garden apart and starting back over. And at one point, there's just soil sitting in a bed again. And what I didn't realize is that as I move forward personally into where I'm going next, building X mantra, I didn't realize that I would have to go through some destruction. And with destruction, there's feelings of rage and anger and sadness and grief. Um, and destruction happens before the void. There's destruction and then the void and then there's creation. And in some schools of thought, there's a four, fourth stage that is completely slipping my mind right now. But the three I always talk about are these three. So when my friend Audrey came out to Colorado to meet me, this month in, well, now you're in, we're in April when you're listening to this, but um, I'm recording in March. So that's why I'm saying this month. We were both joking about how we feel like we're in a void in our lives. And I thought that that was true for me. And because she was like, well, if this is the void. It's not that bad as we're snowshoeing through the mountains out to lunch. And my teacher actually kind of reflected to me. She's like, you're not in a void yet. You're in destruction. Like the old still has to be ripped down. Um, and of course, what came up for me was this podcast and like, what am I doing with this? And I do think at some point this is going to become potentially a, my, my experience of podcasting may shift into maybe I'll be hosting a podcast for X mantra. I'm not sure yet. And that's the point. I'm not completely in a void because a void is full surrender, full darkness, full, I don't know. And a void is like, Lacey, what maybe Lacey would call um, magic dark. We don't know what's coming. We don't know how it's going to look. We don't maybe even know what it is, but it's emptiness and fullness all at the same time. It's a rich space to be in, and it's also really scary. And I'm still operating, right? I, I have some clients at the moment. I actually have a lot fewer than I did at the start of this year. And as those clients finish their journeys with me, I may enter a void in May or June and that will truly be, and by the way, destruction doesn't have to be violent. Destruction doesn't have to be angry. It just can be. And for me, part of my destruction as well is the destructing of my maiden, the destructing of the Garrett who was really free and didn't have a baby and emerging into a new version of myself. Um, that is the mother and still has freedom. And what does that look like? So when we bring this back to uh, contraction and expansion, oftentimes it's, in my experience, the void can feel like a contraction because we want to not be there. We want to not be still. We want to do. Our society tells us it's scary not to have a plan or to jump off the proverbial cliff and not know what's next. And so in my experience, the void can feel really contracting, which was why it was so ironic that Audrey and I said, well, wow, if this is the void, this is really expansive, right? Being in uh, this beautiful place of Aspen in the mountains hiking to lunch. And to be honest, there are some parts of my life I'm sure are a little bit more voidy than destructive. Um, and when it comes to contraction or expansion, I, I think if you take anything from this episode, it's that if the more we can be conscious of how we're feeling in it, the more purposeful we can be with what we're doing. 
and <laughs> I'm laughing because I just said doing, but I was getting this image of like a surfer who says, you know, I'm here, the waves are doing this today and therefore I'll practice this type of surfing uh, versus trying to make the waves be something that they're not and just being really conscious of what types of waves they're riding and working with that energy. So if I know that I am in a place where I'm about to expand and I wanna practice feeling the vast energy of the vast mountains, when I'm in a void, I could go be there and that feels really expansive. And by the way, sometimes our body can intuit the expansion that's coming or the creation that's coming after the void and actually wants to contract when we're entering an expansive space like sometimes our body's like no i'm not ready yet or our ego is like no i'm not ready yet and wants to and that's that's actually what self-sabotage is right like ah like i'm gonna kind of sabotage this relationship with this amazing guy because i'm not ready to change or i'm not ready to be in that i'm scared to be in that i'm scared to expand into this i'm scared to trust so there's also, if you feel your body contracting, like, and you're like, wait, but this is what I wanted. Why am I contracting? It's It could just be because it feels so big and new and different. And different is okay. It really is okay. It's supposed to feel different, right? So I think, you know, there may be some of you who live more often in a contracted state than not. And maybe this episode is to motivate you to lean into expansion and vastness and the unknown and the biggerness the biggerness is that even a word the bigness of the potential of your energy and sometimes we have to like sit in the contraction because things come through in the contraction just like things come through in the void and they work with each other it's not bad to be in contraction and it's not bad to be in expansion there's no good or bad there's no polarity it just simply is a cycle and that is you know, for people who want to control things or make life as simple as setting goals and checking them off the list, it's just not how it goes, right? And you, it doesn't mean that goals are, are wrong. It's just that we all know because we've all experienced in the process of achieving a goal, right? If you look back at a goal you achieved when you were 10 or 20 or whatever, I'm guessing that you can point to a part that along the journey to get that goal, you had a part where you felt like, oh, it's not working. It's not going to happen. I really was about to give up or I did give up, but then I changed my mind or then someone came to help me. That's contraction. And then you have the expansion of, of becoming and uh, discovering and a new way of being, which is the expansion. So, you know, we're all going through a really potent part of our lives. This astrologically, like I mentioned, it's a really, really big energy. Uh, the month of April, uh, this year of 2022, one of my teachers, I think I've mentioned before, said that this is the year of destiny. And so I wouldn't be surprised as, uh, if as many amazing, big, incredible things happen for you you will also probably be brought to your knees equal in almost in equal measure because with contraction comes expansion and the best and vice versa and the best way i can describe it is my own words of when i had declan the entire three and a half days i was in the hospital before he came out i kept saying this is the worst day of my life this is the worst moment of my life until the best moment of my life like i kid you not if I had to choose something in my life to never experience again, 
but also to experience again, talk about the polarity of that, uh, would be childbirth. Because I don't think I've ever endured anything as painful and challenging as that. And I've also never experienced anything as just raw magic like as that. It It's that is it. So that's the energy of this year. And I also think, I don't know why I'm called to say this, but I just am, that no matter what you're walking towards and what you want in your life and what you're trying to quote unquote manifest or materialize, remember this, it's going to be even better than you can imagine and even more like different than you can imagine. So the more space you leave for the unknown and the more you sit in the void of not knowing and being this rich, fertile soil, the more that you allow to be cultivated for in your favor. And I actually, this like notion, I, I know we all know, I've said it before on this podcast a million times, um, but it really came through for me the other day when I was back on social media, which is that's so nice. A lovely segue to social media. Um, but there's a woman I follow who's a coach in the space. She has a podcast. She's incredible. And she basically, um, she's an author, all the things. She was in a relationship that ended um, this relation in, I want to say it was the end of 2020. And she actually closed out 2021 in a new relationship and pregnant. And it was weird because I loved following the journey and, and her story and all of the above. And when I saw this picture, she, it was a selfie of her and her new guy the other day. And it said something like, we're so, you know, the cra two crazy parents or Aquarian parents or something. And it just hit me that like, whoa, like I can only imagine if she knew back when she was with her ex and wanting to build a family and settle down and all those things and had plans with him that were completely, you know, there was a complete upheaval of all of that and unrooting and just destructing of that. I was just thinking about how like her own ego, and she's totally not an egotistical person. I don't mean it in that way, but like her ego, her her human mind would not have been able to conceive this amazing thing that was going to come through for her. Just like, and um, here we go, Garrett, age old story about your house. <laughs> just an easy example for me. Um, I would have never been able to fathom the even office I'm sitting in right now in the house I'm sitting in and it being located where it's located and us having moved there when, when we moved there. Like it just, my brain didn't know how good it was going to be. And so when we think about contraction and expansion, like no matter how painful a moment is or how contracted you feel, if you move with the natural ebb and flow of energy and the universe, after contraction comes expansion. After expansion comes contraction. It's just how our energy moves. And it's normal. I think reminding yourself that this is normal. Fear is normal. And if you can just ride that wave and feel it through and process it and be okay with not knowing and not controlling, your body will literally naturally expand. It's like a reverberation. Like it energy is constantly in motion. So it's not going to pull you down into the depths and you're never going to come back to expand. Like as deeply as you can allow yourself to expand or as fully, or sorry, as fully as you can allow yourself to contract, the more you open, right? I think part of my birth, which I'd love to process with somebody sometime that's more metaphysical, would be that it took such hard, painful contractions and days of laboring because I was not allowing myself to fully feel it, which was not allowing my body to fully open up. So back to social media, 
you know, when you go through these periods of like, for me, it's been a little bit of destruction and a little bit of the void. It's really hard sometimes to be on social media during those times, because especially if you use social media, even in like a positive way of having expanders and watching people expand, you know, we're all kind of biased to sharing our highlights. So for example, if you saw me come on last Wednesday, it's now Sunday when you're listening and I was like, oh, here's what I got up to personally during March. It was so fun. Yes, it was so fun. And there were amazing things and I shared great pictures. But what you didn't see because I would have needed, you know, 400 slides to share it all was that I tripped over a suitcase holding Declan and spilled formula everywhere. Luckily, I caught him at 2 a.m. And the time when he screamed uncontrollably for an hour and I had to FaceTime Jeff at 1 a.m. to calm Declan down. You know, the the times my mommy wrist hurt so bad I didn't know how I was going to carry him up the stairs. You know, so all this big, expansive, fun stuff that I had and the fun also came the hard and the grounding and the ugh and the crap and you know being alone in a hotel room in a random city I don't know and we had to land in Grand Junction and try to lift five suitcases while holding a baby at 11 p.m. 1 a.m. his time like awful stuff right so when you're watching people share their highlight reels or their expansive moments It's easy for our brain to get caught up in like it should always be expansion and it should always be more and it should always be manifesting. It's like, no, it actually shouldn't. It literally can't always be that. It's always all happening for us. Yes. And be careful where you place your energy. You know, some people also always share doomsday stuff, which is very contractive, very negative, very in the polarity. So being conscious of what you're consuming, when you're consuming it, and and even if you're kind of half conscious when you're scrolling, like your brain is still registering that stuff. And so what I found is it really allowed me to call my own energy back and really be witness to where I really am in space and time and what my soul's really craving because we get dopamine hits from social media, like when someone likes something of ours or watching really cute videos of doggies and puppies, and that's great to feed the instant gratification need, but on a deeper journey level of where we're going, what we're doing, what our soul really needs, sometimes it's easier to gather those thoughts without social media. And by the way, this is not a social media is bad dissertation because I'm a fan of social media. You know, it's I came back early for a reason. I need the tool in my life. I need to remember people's names or look up things for my clients. And it really does serve me and it serves all of us in all of the ways that it can. And we have to add a layer of consciousness to it. So for me, what I've learned is I don't pull it up in the inner interim spaces just because anymore. Like I think I used to you know, end a client call, open social media to see what's up, talk to Jeff, open social media, get back on another client. It's like, no, in between client calls, I don't really need to check it unless I need to, if that makes sense. So when you're going through a contraction, it's easy to not be fully present to the contraction because we're looking at quote unquote positive things on the internet. Or it's easy to get carried away in the negative because contraction doesn't feel good and it serves a purpose. But it's easy to like let the pain of the contraction overtake you by negative thoughts and negative things on social media and comparison and and not let the contraction be purposeful, but let it bring make it make let your mind make meaning about it based on what you're seeing on the internet. Because my guess is a lot of people aren't totally documenting their contractions. And the more we can allow our body to go into contraction and go into the cocoon, so to speak, and go into our inner landscape and be with ourselves and be with our challenges, the more we, the more potential we access 
Um, and again, your discretion is your discretion with this tool. I'm just sharing from my experience of like, wow, I really feel like I gathered myself and picked up pieces of myself I had, <clears throat> I don't know, splatted maybe on the internet, splatted elsewhere and distracted myself from that elsewhere by social media. And um, what we put our energy on, it's literally taking our energy. So if you are en route to a big project, a big soul purpose mission right now, create the content you're potentially creating for social media and leave it out there. And don't live there because being all here on the earth, fully ready to be able to destruct what you need to destruct, to sit in the void and do and be nothing, to be in a creative energy, the more energy you call in for yourself, the more capacity you have, the more clarity you have. I think that's maybe what I'm getting at in a really long-winded way is that Instagram can muddy up our own clarity. Again, it's not a bad thing. It's just be intentional about how you're using the tool and and bring consciousness to if you are in contraction or if you are in expansion if you are in destruction if you are in a void if you are in creation and by the way your life isn't you know a blanket statement so there's a chance that you could be in and i've actually experienced this like i was in a huge heart opening expansive phase with myself when i met jeff and I could, I contracted, this is kind of a really trippy way to explain this, but the expansion I was feeling with Jeff for love and connection and partnership and huge manifestation was counteracted for me because I wasn't ready to hold that expansion by deep, deep contraction with my health and my physical body. I would have never guessed that the year I met the love of my life was the year I had the worst health, gut health issues of my life. So... It doesn't also mean that you're not going to be contracting in one area of your life and um, and expanding in another. And I think we also get to choose what we put our attention on. And so if you have multiple things like that going on in your life, another reason too to put consciousness on that, be aware of it and put your attention on the feelings of contraction or the feelings of expansion versus just <clears throat> um, trying to process it all in social media. So, you know, to be honest, I actually kind of want to take another break. <laughs> like, I, I don't really know how much time I want to spend on it, but it is a nice, it's kind of ingrained in my lifestyle to just document as I go a little bit. So um, we'll see. I just, I'm basically opening up, you know, myself to the unfolding of what energy wants to come through versus making rules for myself. My Enneagram 7 did not really love the rule of no social media. <laughs> Uh, I don't like being put in boxes or feeling confined. Um, but yeah, I hope that overall this episode helps you understand maybe where you are in life cycles of yourself, of what you're creating, what you're destroying, what you're simply being with and allowing yourself to create space for the unfolding and let the universe or God come in to help you with the next step, or show you what the next step is takes a lot of surrendering, like surrendering to the contractions of labor, surrendering to the expansion. Sometimes the universe is like, you are expanding and you don't get to stay. <laughs> For me, it was like, Jeff showed up and I was like, all right, I'm riding this wave. Wasn't ready to drop in on a wave this big, but here we are surfing it. So make room for the unexpected, bring consciousness to the cycle, be present to how you're feeling in your body and be very aware of how you're using social media. Not to get too pedantic on you. I'm sorry. 
very passionate about this topic, but I hope this was supportive in you in whatever way it was supposed to be. I am so grateful that you are here listening. Thank you so much. Uh, Feel free to share this with a friend if you feel called to. And as always, dare to move.